Welcome to the My Intimacy Therapist podcast. I'm therapist and coach, Shade Giovanni. If you want to feel less anxiety in your relationships and enjoy a confident and spiritual intimate life, you're in the right place. So grab a cup of tea and a warm blanket and let's talk intimacy. So we got to talk. There's something happening in our culture where there's certain words that are thrown around really casually, like candy, and they have a lot heavier weight and more significance than people realize. So I just, I wanted to keep you in the loop so at least you know what's up and you know how to adjust accordingly. A lot of people will say, um, my partner is a narcissist or they they're just so bipolar or um what's the other one oh yeah i don't really like going in public a lot i'm like really antisocial okay all of the above were incorrect and if you feel like your partner is antisocial or bipolar or a narcissist i'm gonna go ahead and call it there's probably a really high chance that they are not. And it all has to do with the fact that we are using clinical terms, meaning these are actual diagnoses in the medical community, in the psychological community that have meaning, but we're using these clinical terms to describe everyday behavior or behaviors that we don't like. So first off, um, when I talk about the criteria of diagnoses, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into all that because to be quite honest, you need to go talk with your therapist or a psychologist or a psychiatrist and actually have that conversation with them in person for a complete assessment. But there are criteria that have to be in place, like five out of seven of these have to be true, or six out of nine of these have to be true for this amount of time before you can even give a diagnosis of antisocial or bipolar or um, narcissist. But no, (laughs) in this culture, when we use it, narcissist is referring to someone who, oh, they just always think about themselves. Okay, a better word for that would be, I feel like you're selfish. Okay, there's so many layers and shades to this experience so if you have a partner who you feel like is just really self-absorbed or gaslights you which gaslighting is when someone essentially makes you think that what you believe or feel is not valid if you have a partner like that then let's talk about those behaviors let's talk about your felt experience rather than trying to put a diagnosis or label on them. That way, if your partner responds with, um, oh, I, I don't care about that, or no, you're wrong, now we can have the real conversation. Is this relationship working? Do we need counseling or do we need to just call it quits? But throwing around diagnoses doesn't help. Same for bipolar. A lot of people use the word bipolar to talk about um, your your emotions change rapidly every second. It's it's something different with you. You're just so bipolar. Okay, that's 
actually the furthest thing from what bipolar is. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm refraining from going into diagnose, diagnostic criteria because I don't want you to use that as ammo against your partner. I will say, though, that if you feel that your partner is unstable or inconsistent or that they're really reactive and their emotions change every three seconds, again, talk about the behaviors and how they're impacting the health of the relationship. So a way that that conversation can come up is if you were to say, babe, I, I feel a lot of the time like, like we have to walk on eggshells around each other. Um, and it seems like you get upset with a lot of the things I say. And I never really know how to change that. Like it, it feels like nothing I do or say can change that. Can you help me understand how we can make our relationship stronger? And if your partner's receptive to that conversation, that can be incredibly, incredibly healing to have the real convo about, like I say to clients a lot, the pink elephant in the room. Let's, let's talk about the thing. Let's not talk around it. Or if your partner hears you say that and then <laughs> blows up on you, cool beans, no worries. Therapist is a great route. A therapist can help, um, I want to say mitigate. Is that the right word there? Manage uh, your experience, your partner's experience, and help you guys to talk with the outside perspective with an extra lens, okay? And lastly, where antisocial is concerned, no, 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 no. I just, I would love for the general public to stop using the term antisocial as a whole. Um, if you do not like being in social settings, please simply say, I don't like being in social settings. That's it. Just kind of leave it there. Um, <laughs> mental health is so real and so important and so diverse. There's lots of different ways to describe the phenomenon of how our brains are wired. And so when we start using some of those terms that help us to understand that, we use those terms out of context, it's just really going against the general movement of mental health as a whole. Does that make sense? So instead of trying to label each other or even label ourselves, just, just talk about your experience. Talk about what's showing up for you. Um, if there's something you don't like, communicate that using reflective language using eye language instead of pointing a finger at your partner like whenever whenever we have conversations and they lead to really heated arguments i shut down that's different than saying i just feel like you blow up on everything and you have no self-control like do you see that that shift there how when I'm just talking about my experience, it helps my partner who's hopefully safe and cares about me and is doing their own work to you know, recognize their stuff. When I talk about my experience, it just gives them another chance to care about me. It gives them another window into my soul and all the goodies of our relationship. <laughs> Which also I like to acknowledge, I use terms like goodies a lot. I hope you understand what I mean. <laughs> anyway, 
Yeah, so that's the crash course on reasons why we should not be using diagnoses for ourselves or our partners because most of the time the that's not even what's going on and those words just aren't true for the situation so they're kind of unhelpful but if your partner does have an actual mental health diagnosis now we're talking if they talked with a professional a licensed professional and they received a diagnosis now we can be productive about ways to help them help you help the relationship and just talk about how their mental health needs show up in the relationship and impact things but again that is only if they have received a diagnosis and or are collaborating with you on like hey i really think that this is going on for me in my brain what do you think what have you noticed in me and you know what would help us to have the best relationship possible yay fun episode So I care about you, I care about your relationships, and I care about you learning more about yourself and your partner. So if you would like a next step on that, in the show notes, I'm going to include some resources for how you can find therapists in your area. Um, And of course, if you'd love to work with me, I'm going to put the consultation link there too, so we can talk about what your next step looks like, okay? But above all, above all the diagnoses or whatever, I want you to remember who you are at your core. You are fully seen, fully known, and fully loved. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk soon.